Welcome back to another edition of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. We are actually recording right after the Sunday night game. A uh, tough loss, I think, for the Chicago Bears fans out there. How'd you feel about it there, T-Dog? I think Dick Butt, I think the face of uh, Dick Butt, Dick Buttkiss said it all when they showed him and he looked like he was so freaking pissed and disgusted and disappointed by that shitty defensive display. Here we all here we were all worried about the offense. We got problems on defense, my friend. You know what? I agree there, T-Dog. And I think we have a friend out there that would agree with us. The Bears are who we thought they were. Grab a beer and hit the couch, sports fans. It's time for another episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Uh oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bring an in your face sports talk from Chicago, Dallas, Las Vegas, and beyond. And go Bears! And listen in to find out who'll get run over by this week's smack wagon. All that and more coming at you on this week's episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Here are your hosts, Ron L.V. Wrights and Timothy T-Dog Wiltberger. Man, oh man. Bears, the Bears. We've had some really good games this weekend. There was some great football. It started off Thursday night. Holy shit, man. The Bucks and the Cowboys. Yeah, it was impressive. Maybe we should, maybe we should start there. A little positivity in the, in as far as that opening game. Yeah, let's start. Before we get into before we get into what was Chicago. Well, you know what? Hey, it was Dallas. Dallas Cowboys. That's right. right. Playing the uh, world champion uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And welcome back, Dak Prescott. Right? Yeah, much needed for that team. Right? They didn't have to put Andy Dalton out there or... Uh, ben DiNucci. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's been out of here because, you know, he's done. I don't even think he's on the team anymore. Yeah, they released him. So, you know, and you look at that, that game, and, and I, know, I think you had a chance to watch it, right? Yeah, I, mean, I was watching just it. Just the – it was – you know, neither team, they're not running the football. They don't care. No, we're gonna put it. We're gonna put it in the hands of Dak Prescott. We're gonna they, the, you know, the playbooks they put together were were certainly revolving around the pass and what Prescott was gonna be able to do. I think he threw almost sixty passes in that game, if I'm not mistaken, or took sixty dropbacks at least. And um, Brady right up there with fifty something or fifty dropbacks as well. Yeah, I'm, and it was an awesome game. I mean, from start to finish. Whoa. You're absolutely right. Whoa, what happened? Whoa. Did we lose you there, man? <laughs> no, no, Whoa. no. Whoa. Uh, I was uh, clicking on the for the stats, and then all of a sudden it got real, like, zoomed in. Didn't like it. Well, that's so you can see it. You know, you are getting old and scraggly and blind. So you're This abs- was a, that yeah. was a, um, yeah, that was a uh, fantasy dream. If uh, you had receivers or quarterbacks in that game, running backs, eh, not so much. No, not so much. And uh, we do have the Monday Morning Couch Potatoes uh, Fantasy Football League that uh, just is finishing up. And uh, there are some some teams out there that are you hope to meet on their off weeks. How about that? 
because I think uh, <laughs> there's going to be some crush, crushing times. But, yeah, Dak Prescott uh, was 42 of 58 for 403 yards and three touchdowns and a pick. My son had Ezekiel, or what is it? What's the Ezekiel. Name? Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, but, well, it's Ezekiel, but yeah. I call him Ezekiel. But, it, you know, when we started this podcast, which was literally what? Uh, coming up to a year. We're, we're mm-hmm. coming up to a year now. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we were, you know, figuring out how to speak and ha- what kind of, uh, you know, dialect we're going to have. And, no. You know, we didn't know all no. the names. No. We didn't know no. all the names. No. Oh. His, no. His name is Ezekiel. The fact that I said Ezekiel, that wasn't because I was, it was a new podcast. I think it was. I was a freaking dumbass. Oh, well, no. But, no. Oh, okay. No. Well, I'm happy no. that you're calling I call yourself my, I, I call myself a dumbass on that one. Ezekiel? Seriously? <laughs> there you go. The diddly poo. The diddly poo. So, by the way, Denny Green is your friend. You said that in the beginning. Yeah, he's, he's one of our friend. friends. Is he? He's your buddy, oh, friend okay. to the end. All right. Making sure. So, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Dallas. Amari uh, Cooper had a huge game: uh, thirteen receptions, one hundred thirty-nine yards, and two touchdowns. CD Lamb looked good out there for another one hundred and four yards and a touchdown. And it looks like, I mean, he went, he went big against with Amari and CD. He threw to them 15 and 16 times. So he yeah. threw 31, 31 pass attempts out of his 42, went to CD and Amari. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, and, you know, CD Lamb, actually, I think he had a few drops early on. So he, it, he, start, he came back uh, certainly later on in the game and in the second half. Um because he had a couple of early drops. Uh, but really, realistically, I, I think the one thing about the game that I remember um, from last Thursday, I know it's so far long ago yeah. that I forgot, but um, the Dallas defense actually played better than you would think if you looked at the box score, right? You look at the box score and you think they gave up th- almost 400 yards passing and um, you know didn't get a sack of Tom Brady and, and so forth. But the front seven of that defense actually played pretty well, especially early on. Yeah. Um, and we had talked about how good that defensive front's going to be in the linebacking core with uh, rookie Micah Parsons and Jalen yeah. Smith and and Vander Esch and and then the guys up front. And um, you know they need some success uh, from a defensive standpoint. Obviously, one of the worst defenses last year. I think they mentioned in the broadcast they they gave up the most touchdowns or plays over twenty yards in the NFL by far. Um, big play, which you know let's. Stick that one in the pocket. We're going to talk a little bit about that with the Bears later. But yeah, um, so the defense, I think they should be relatively happy. Yeah, they're not happy that they lost the game. Sure, um, but I think they played well, and I think Dallas has to, and Dallas and Dallas fans have to be excited yet cautiously excited, knowing that they've got Dak Prescott back. Yeah, but knowing at the same time that God, he's your team, man. You lose him, and you're you're terrible. I mean, it's amazing how critical he is to that football team. Yeah, absolutely. Dak, Dak looks great. Um, like I said, there was he played Nintendo numbers again. Uh, but the, yeah. the frustrating thing, really, I mean, yeah, you said the defense, you know, obviously allowed quite a few points. And they were winning, you know, with less than two minutes left in the game, I guess, right? And um, Tampa Bay came back down to 
to score the game winner. Game winning field goal. Yeah, you just he let, they just left a little too much time on the clock for Tom. Yeah, and you you have to wonder, you know, how do you feel about their punter or their kicker? You know, um, he he now uh, the sixty yarder. I would say for Greg Zerline was probably not a a field goal that he was going to make. To do it was actually quite funny. They'd be better off just trying to go for it on fourth down, to be honest with you. You would think, yeah. Um, but that one, I mean, that first miss that he had, it, it was a 97% chance or 5% chance of making, and he hooked it left. He um, missed it by a mile. He missed it by a mile and was so close. Um. So he was three of five. His longest was 48. Now he he hit the field goals that he needed to hit, but if he would have just had one of them, it would have been a, a closer, it would have been a tied game as opposed to losing by three. No, right? they, they oh, two. Like two. Yeah, it would so have been a win. One, it would have been a win, yeah. theoretically. So th- those, yeah. are, those are pretty tough. You know, you have to depend on a kicker as part of your team and he, he has to make those kicks, especially 97% or 95%. Those need to be made. But I hear, uh, you know, the owner, he is, uh, backing, uh, Greg Zerline. He's probably one of the oldest kickers in the NFL. I mean, he, yeah, he had some jitters there in the first, you know, in the first couple of kicks there, obviously missed the extra point. Um, yeah, they're not, uh, they're not, I don't think they're too worried about that. I mean, he's not, he's not that old. I think he's probably 32, 33 years old. Um, but, you know, again, it's not, I think ultimately what Dallas, um, from a standpoint of getting to the quarterback, I think they need to do a little bit better there. I think that's more of their concern than, you know, Zerline make it, missing a couple of kicks yeah. um, in the game, legitimate kicks. I mean, that's 60 plus yarder again, you know, at the end of the day, that's a tough kick, right? So, yeah, um, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't. I don't know that they're going to be overly concerned about about what uh, uh, Zerline's going to be doing for them uh, as much as they are as as far as just continuing to get that defense right and getting it better than they have been in uh, the past few years. Yeah, I mean, t- I know Zerline has struggled right the last couple seasons. Uh, his first, I think his first year was with Dallas last year. It was with the Rams. I know the last year he played with the Rams. It was he was brutal. Yeah, um, but we'll see. Well, it was a good, it was a great game to start off the season, right? I mean, welcome twenty twenty one NFL season, man. We are here. Finally, can talk about some interesting sports that we actually enjoy to talk about. I mean, I don't <laughs> mind talking about other sports, like I don't mind talking about the NHL, and I don't mind talking about baseball. But really, football's <clears throat> the meat and potatoes, baby. It's oh, the yeah. meat and potatoes. Oh yeah. That's what it's all about. And, you know, we had a lot. There's, you know, getting after getting out of that Thursday game and you're like, okay, and there was some great college football this weekend as well. Big yep. Iowa, Iowa State game. Yep. Um, you know, Michigan uh, game, Ohio State getting upset by Oregon. Uh, so, again, some really fun and exciting college football that we're really not even going to get to because so much to talk about with the NFL, right? Oh, and, absolutely. And I think that. You know, yeah, the Bears, you know, we mentioned they, are, they thought we were. I mean, yeah, I, I, we didn't pick them to win this game. Um, but I think the one thing that was frustrating early on was the game was winnable, and I think that's what we're going to, you know, kind of focus on. Yeah, we'll get but into that. We, yeah. Yeah. But before we even get into that, the one thing that I, I think is going to be fun to do this year is just kind of, um, you know, kind of look at how 
the five quarterbacks, the five rookie quarterbacks do week over week, yeah. right? Uh, three of the five name starters, right, coming out into the first, uh, those first round quarterbacks, three of the five name starters, Trevor Lawrence and Zach, uh, um, not Zach Lewis. The hell's the For the Jets, Jets quarterback? Martin? Yeah. Is it Martin? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, um, you know, of course, uh, the um, Bears not starting Fields, yeah. obviously. Yep. And Trey Lance not starting. But both Fields and Lance find their way into uh, into the game. As a matter of fact, Trey Lance's very first and only pass of that game, five-yard touchdown pass. Yeah. Right? So And Mac I mean, Jones. Can't forget about Mac Jones, too. He started. Well, and Mac He's Jones, yeah. And, and he'll probably, you know, as far as how these guys, you know, Trey Lance, obviously, his first pass, um, you know, it's actually Zach Wilson is the quarterback That's for it. for the Jets. Thank you. Brain fart there. Um, out of all the quarterbacks, he struggled a bit. Obviously, his very first pass was just you know terrible pass. Um, you know, but threw for over two hundred fifty yards, had a couple of touchdowns. Um, you know, he's a lot better in the second half. He became more relaxed. I think he was fourteen to twenty one in the second half. So definitely played better. Yeah. Um, you know, ultimately there against, but he played a very tough Carolina defense. Came up short in the end, so he didn't. You know, they didn't win their debut. Their debut, um, but Lawrence. They, wait, wait. Let, let's get back ahead. onto to the Jets. The Jets. They yeah. they didn't win their debut, but they didn't. It wasn't a complete stinker. No. Uh, Fourteen, no, no, nineteen. No, I mean, it was a. You know, they they played from behind. You know, what's funny is when I go to the Jets stats on on the NFL dot com, I don't even have the quarterback stats. They don't even have his name up there. <laughs> It's like missing for some. It's weird. What do you mean they don't have his name up it's there? It's not. It goes right to rushing, receiving. Like there's no quarterback there. I don't know where <laughs> they ended up putting him. Nice, but uh, I don't care about him. Yeah. Well, I like to. I, I like to see. He had a couple of interceptions. I'm pretty sure of that. And um, I'm sure he rushed. Like his name's not even there. Probably because he's just. They just didn't have the data up. But you know what's got to be interesting though. Getting back to the Jets game. How about Sam Donald? Donald you against know, his former team. I, I mean, yeah. last year that's who he's playing for, and now he's got to look across the field and and see all his friends, all the guys he knows. It must have been an awkward situation, but he was twenty four of thirty five for two hundred seventy nine yards and a touchdown, so not terrible. Christian McCaffrey, dude, stud. He was. I think he was the number one pick in our. Um, yeah, I believe he was. I mean, he had he was twenty one of ninety eight, nine receptions for eighty nine yards. Now he did not score a touchdown, but a hundred and seventy six yards of total offense. That don't suck. Yeah, yeah. Well, darn, and that that makes you know a quarterback position more relaxed, right? I mean, they, the the Panthers didn't start well. You know, they had back to back real shitty drives uh, they yeah. had a botched handoff i think that resulted in a fumble and so they did not start the game well um but once uh darnold sort of settled down and you know he didn't he didn't turn the ball over today which was one of the things that caused some problems in his days in new york yeah but having a guy like christian mccaffrey um yeah that's a pretty big plus so uh you know i think that um you know, he had a nice touchdown pass to robbie anderson who unfortunately i had sitting on my bench today uh for uh for fantasy. Okay. Um, yeah. One, one catch for 57 yards. Yep. Right. I mean, it, but I could have used that touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Darnold you know, scored big... one himself. 
He ran yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, he did. It, it was a nice play. It was actually a good good play call and the perfect time to call it. And, you know, he went in relatively untouched. So the big thing is going to be, you know, um, is this Panthers defense really that good or were the Jets just, you know, just that, that bad, bad yeah. early on, right? I mean, you know, the, the, the Panthers looked like the defense was just phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, they, they got were, after the quarterback. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they had, they had pass deflection after pass deflection. They 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 obviously forced that that Wilson fumble early on. Um, so I don't know. That's going to be the big question: if the Panthers' D is for real, and Darnold could be enough to not you know be the manager that they need, right? Yeah. Keep Christian McCaffrey in the game. Give him the touches that he needs. Don't turn the ball over. And could you, could the Panthers win games when? you know, Darnold throws for 215 yards and a touchdown, but doesn't throw any picks. Yeah. You know, so it'd be interesting. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, the Panthers were, they were all over the place, dude. I'm I'm just watching, you know, replays uh, of the game right now. And I'm just, they're all over the place. I mean, they went after yeah. uh, uh, Wilson, knocked the ball out of his hand. I mean, they were just, they, were, they knew, you know, there was blood and water, mm-hmm. but they did win, but they won by five. You know, we'll, we'll, this will remain to be seen how how good they compete against teams that really are offensively stacked and 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 does well. Speaking of offensively stacked, um, how about that um, uh, Cleveland Kansas City game? Yeah, what was your thoughts on that? I I was I was impressed. Um. With the with like by halftime like twenty two to whatever it was right twenty two to ten, I think it was. I was like, all mm-hmm. right, okay, here we go. Cleveland. Well, they, I mean, yeah, the the Browns played up tempo and they they kept the the Kansas City defense on their heels. And Baker Mayfield looked like the real deal. I mean, you yeah. look at it early on. Um, you know, this is not the same Cleveland Brown team that people have been used to over the last. Um, you know, shit, couple decades, right? I mean, this has been a bad, bad Cleveland franchise, and um, so they were they they went punch for punch with Kansas City and really had them. You know, like you said, kind of got up on them early on. But this is September, and you know, Patrick Mahomes just doesn't lose in September. I don't think he's lost a game in September. No, he has right? not. So put your money on him <laughs> when it's the month of September. So. Um, but big games by uh, Nick Chubb. I mean, Mayfield was was sharp. I, th- I think he threw for over 300 yards, right, yep. and completed 75% of his passes, whatever. But, 28, 21 um, of 28. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the defense played well, uh, but you're going up against a, a, a juggernaut, right, of, of with Kansas City, and Tyreek Hill is you know, simply unstoppable. I mean, he's just one of the best in, in football. I did have him on one of my fantasies. So, um, But the yeah. one thing that I think that um, – you know, that I did see that I thought was pretty impressive. Um, they had it posted up on there that on play action, I think Mayfield was perfect. He didn't throw an incomplete pass when they were running the play action. That shows how much that Kansas City defense um, was respecting the Nick Chubb and the Kareem Hunt. Oh, yeah. And so on and so forth, you know. So I mean, it, and for him, if he can continue to have it, those guys can stay healthy, and the offensive line continues to play as well as they did today. Um, you know, again, the Browns are going to be tough. They're definitely a, a playoff contender based on on how this team is built right now. Absolutely, Nick Chubb won fifteen for eighty three yards and two touchdowns. Kareem Hunt was six of for thirty three and a touchdown. They both were average about five point five yards per carry. 
Uh, I mean, you know, the defense has to respect it, you know. And, uh, and actually, I just looked. He is he is undefeated. He's eleven and zero in the month of September. Oh, of course. And then Cleveland, wow. just a little stat though, from nineteen ninety nine, they're one in like twenty one on openers. on opening day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that was they had mentioned that in the broadcast as well. That was a that's a, that's incredible. I think the last time they won was what two thousand and four or something like that. Yeah, I mean that's insane. So I mean, how they're used you, to losing much, right if you're a Browns, Yeah, if you're a Browns fan, you're like meh. You know, this is. But then again, you're used to starting out zero and one and finishing four and twelve. In this case, you went zero and one against pretty much the best team in football, and you went for them punch for punch. You got to be feel pretty good about yourself the way your football team. Played. And think about this: I mean, even though Kansas or uh, Cleveland scored twenty nine points, it was all on the ground. Baker threw for no touchdowns at all. So if he would have had connected with i mean who knows if it offsets or anything i didn't i wasn't able to watch the full game but just the fact that he didn't have he had threw for 321 yards and he had a pick but he, he threw for no touchdowns and uh, jarvis landry ran one in and like i said chubb had two and hunt had one and four touchdowns alone which is pretty impressive it was another yeah, the- one another one of those good games which it, like we said we saw a lot of them this weekend there was a lot of good games out there. Yeah, the but as far as the Mayfield thing goes, the interception was really kind of a, you know, he was, oh, he was that, trying he, to throw the ball out of bounds and he got tripped up and oh, that was the last I play mean, of the had, game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he had and he had Chris Jones in his face pretty much all day. I mean, he I believe he's the one that that um, knocked them out of field goal position at the end of the half and then he sacked him in the fourth quarter. You know, in a critical point in the game. Uh, right where the Browns had to go three and out. So, um, you know, yeah, I mean, the uh, Chiefs defense, they're a good defense as well. Yeah. But I think, like I said, I just think overall, I think you, you got to be proud if you're a Browns fan of how well your team played. Well, speaking of, let's uh, sticking into that same division, um, Pittsburgh Buffalo. Pittsburgh. That was a shocker. That was a shocker. Me too. Uh, I watched most of that game, and I can tell you I was – well, first off, I have Josh Allen as my fantasy who who didn't <laughs> yeah. have – surprisingly didn't have a great game. Not not the one that I would expect. Obviously, it's game one of, you know, and who knows how many snaps if he had any in, in the uh, preseason. But it started off okay. I mean, it was 10 nothing at halftime. And they had it. I mean <laughs> – this kid was just throwing all over the place. He's 30 of 51 for 270 yards and a touchdown. He looks and a lot of those lot of those passes he had for touchdowns. They just were a little bit long or a little bit off. I mean, those are the things yeah. that he has that he'll dial in as the weeks progress that you have to say, okay. Um it was an off game for him, but that's not the expectation of what we should see moving forward. Stefan Diggs had a great, had a good game, nine for 69 yards. I mean, he was targeted him 14 times. Cole Beasley was dropping balls left and right. He was eight of 13 <laughs> total targets. Yeah. And that, that to me is not <clears throat> typical of Cole. You know, this, this, this is one of those guys that just, catch everything that's thrown his way. 
So, uh, you know, Allen had 44 yards rushing. Singletary did, did okay, 11 for 72. But basically, they were just throwing all over the place. And so, shockingly, though, Pittsburgh, I mean, they weren't doing much of it. You know, Buffalo's defense was holding them pretty good. And then the second half happened, and Roethlisberger woke up throwing throwing touchdowns or a touchdown when he needed it. And let me tell you something, that touchdown grab well, doesn't suck. little tip up into the air, grabbing the left corner of the end zone, and drags mm-hmm. both feet down. Oh, it was, it was a great play. Yeah, and, you know, with Allen, it, actually with the whole game, the the game was, yeah, it was fun to watch, but there was the, the one thing that was not you didn't see, which you saw a lot last year with Buffalo, uh, was the big play. I mean, the Steelers' defense actually did a great job keeping um, Allen from from getting that home run and giving him the time he needed to make a big play and to, and to push it down the field. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know that either team had a pass over twenty yards, or maybe there was one. I think that well, the Bills had the one. I think that's it. Yeah, right. But- I mean, you know, Ro- Roethlisberger, same thing. I mean, he was. I mean, what Roethlisberger looked like he had cement shoes on. First of all, yeah, I get it. He's thirty nine years old. He's a giant quarterback. But, yeah, I mean, it. There were times where I'm like, how is he? You know, still out there when he can barely move. Yeah. Um. But I think the big the big thing today was the Pittsburgh defense. As well as they played, they took away the big play. Oh, T.J. Watt, yeah, you know T.J. Watt was all over Allen. You know, every maybe earning every you know penny of that that uh, contract that he got. Sure, and they got big defensive plays from the from the secondary. Um, so the the Steelers defense, I think, was a surprise to me. Uh, we talked about that. I think when we when we said the the Steelers were going to take a big step back this year, so yeah. for because of the age of Ben, but also because of the defense um, taking a step back. But they didn't show it today. No. Uh, there were passes of greater than 20 yards for Josh Allen, but he just couldn't – he didn't connect. And that's what I was getting back that's to. That's what I meant, yeah. They, they did a great job of, of getting in his face and causing him to, well, that, to rush the play. And, and he, Yeah, and he overthrew a few of them that – that he normally doesn't, you know that that's just one of the things. And Roethlisberger didn't have a great that's what game. Pressure's going to do. Yeah, I mean, it was eighteen of thirty-two for one hundred eighty-eight yards. I mean, not a great game. But well, but that's just but well, you that can't, you can't Pittsburgh's just look at the numbers, defense. Though. No, no, I understand that. But Pittsburgh's it, it, defense though came up with that big punt block to mm-hmm. run it into that end zone, and that 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 was huge. That was right then was the game changer. Right. That pump block was huge and needed. And to be honest with you, if you watch the first half versus the second half, you probably would have been like, all right, this is probably going to be like a 21 nothing game. You know, how how it, fe- how it was feeling. But then, you know, they, they won in that uh, halftime and they, they, you know, evaluated the plays and, and changed their defensive plan and went, went to town. It was a, it was a great game to watch. Another one of those great games, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, there, there's a lot of, there's unfortunately, you know, there's so many games that, you know, we're not going to be able to cover every one of them in this podcast. But, you know, a couple of, you know, noteworthy uh, games, Philly over Atlanta. I don't think I had Philly winning it um, for sure. 32 to 6. Um, San Francisco over Detroit probably thought that was good. Hell, 
uh, what is it, uh, Arizona going into Indy, 38-13. Jeez, you talk about a kid that is, you know, Kyler Murray, Murray looks amazing, dude. Yeah. I mean, that. That was a that was a that was another you know dominant performance uh, by Arizona. That we know that some of these quarterbacks uh, from one to two years ago are just now going to be in their prime. You know, they they finally are understanding the defenses. They're give they're able to throw that ball a little bit quicker, and uh, you're you're seeing you're reaping the the rewards of of having a couple of seasons under your belt. Uh, Seattle over Indy, 28-16. Houston over Jacksonville. You were talking about the the, the new kids on the block. Uh, no pun intended for the our old uh, listeners out there. Um, I didn't see Houston winning. I thought Jacksonville would actually win. Um, surprisingly, uh, Tyron Taylor, or I think that's his name. Tyrod. Tyrod. Tyrod Thank Taylor. You. Thank you. Um, he had a pretty decent game, 21 of 33 for 291 yards and two touchdowns. What obviously helped, I'm sure, Houston out was the three picks that uh, Lawrence gave. Ingram had a pretty solid uh, running game, 26 for 85 yards and a touchdown. Ah, Brandon Cooks, and I wanted to pick him up in my fantasy. He had a good game, 132 yards. Well, you skipped over. You know what? You skipped over that Arizona game kind of quick, and you forgot to mention what Chandler Jones did in that game. Arizona. All he did was have five sacks and force two fumbles. You did, know, just did, your routine we, defensive line. Front. Did we have him? <laughs> <laughs> right. You can't. You can't have him personally. You can have oh. the defense. I don't know how well that defense played, but um, you know, Chandler Jones was just off the hook. Yep. Just unbelievable! You know, great start to the season. Yeah, dynamic duo against against a Titans offensive line that is pretty damn good. For him to to have to dominate the way he did today, it's crazy. Well, Kyler, that was that was was definitely a surprise. Kyler Murray and Chandler Jones become the first teammate duo with five offensive touchdowns and five plus sacks in a single game since individual sacks became an official stat in nineteen eighty two. There you go. Yeah, Chandler Jones uh, became the first player to have three sacks in the first quarter of their team's first game of the regular season since 1982. That's crazy, dude. That uh, Who would have thought that would have happened? Especially against uh, Tennessee. I mean, I had Henry, Derrick Henry. Well, yeah, you know, some of these games, dude, you just, you can go, there's a lot of great things. It's week one. We're just seeing some of the the fruits of everyone's labor of of this preseason coming out when the starting lineup is staying out there for four quarters. You know, it's nice to see instead of the preseason. You really can't get a good eye. You can get a good eye on some of the um, the new kids coming out, but really not as a team. You know. Yeah. Did I miss anything over Seattle? How about uh, the Chargers, 20-16 to 16 over Washington? Anything I need to add on to that there, T-Dog? No, no. I mean, it was your typical, you know, defensive battle. I mean, her, uh, Justin Herbert struggled down in the red zone, which was good for me because I think his who I was playing against had him as quarterback. But, um, 
Uh, so that was that was good to see. You know, Chase Young, uh, phenomenal defensive end, had a great game getting into the backfield and causing all kinds of havoc. Um, you mess, you mentioned Trevor Lawrence and you know kind of his first game. Yeah, probably the best quarter rookie quarterback of the day, Mac Jones. Um, you know, he was the one that actually had the shitty pass, his very first career pass. He threw it really weird, odd in the ground uh, when he was under under pressure. But yeah, um, you know, is this the start of a new dominant career in a for a Patriot quarterback? Two hundred eighty one yards and a score. Didn't throw any interceptions. Um, you know, he, he basically, he, he really played well. He looked like he could read the defense really well for, for a rookie, for a guy who was right out there. I mean, for the, you know, the way he played, I think the Patriot fans have to be relatively excited. Yeah. You know, considering, you know, their golden boys not there anymore and they have a new, this is a, a, a new regime, uh, behind, uh, behind center. So I don't know. We'll see, but. No, I, I mean, think overall, if you were to rate how well they played, I think he probably he probably played played the best out of the rookie quarterbacks. Um, yeah, I mean, know twenty some of the other yeah twenty nine of thirty nine for two eighty one and a touchdown. Yeah, he was con- he was consistent. I mean, he was he played he, you know again he was was poised in the pocket. Um, you know, as far as how well the rookie quarterbacks played, I'd say he probably played the best. I know Jamar Chase from a wide receiver perspective had a touchdown today. I think he had over 100 yards as well. So from a wide receiver perspective, um, you know, played played really well for uh, Cincinnati today. Oh, we're on Cincinnati so the, now. Got it. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking. I'm just looking. Just thinking of the rookies. You know, I mean, this is we we made such a big yeah. deal about the draft well, and how, some of these young offensive. How about Jalen you know, highlights? Four receptions, 61 yards, and a touchdown. He had a touchdown. There yep. you go. Not bad for a rook coming out of the. Greenhorn and double T. I mean, he didn't have a spectacular game. I mean, 16 of 27 for 202. Taglio Viola. There you go. I think you actually said it right. <laughs> you don't even have to call him double T. You got it, baby. I got it. But, you know, everyone. Tyreek Hill, 197 yards receiving in a yeah. touchdown. Yeah. He... Are you kidding me? Yep. I didn't get him. Seriously? I didn't get him in fantasy. Well, we I had a we had a re- my other fans. we we had a really good uh, game. Um, we had a lot of really good games, but what everyone really wants to hear because we can't really talk about Las Vegas yet because they play tomorrow night, Monday night, uh, five fifteen, uh, Pacific against Standard Baltimore. Time against Baltimore. It should be a pretty good game. I think I have. I think I have Las Vegas losing. Their first game, I think you have them winning. But nevertheless, uh, the team we have to talk about, we need to talk about, is our good old Chicago Bears. It has to be done. (laughs) Now, let me tell you something. This start to the season for the Chicago Bears, that's not what we we pictured. I mean, you know, well, I'm going to take this back. It's not what we expected because i expected worse so that being said i think and i'm thinking worse than 34 to 14 i expected worse offensively i expected worse offensively i thought our defense was just total shit um but 
but I didn't think that our defense. See, I expected better for our defense and worse for our offense. And I was happily surprised about the offensive side and very disappointed with the lack of football on our defensive side. And we, we'll get into that, obviously, in a minute. But first things first, this has to come out. Good old smack wagon. It's back. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see, and I, I think I know that the T-Dog knows what I'm going to be smacking on. If you throw a long pass and it gets caught and the guy falls down, this isn't college anymore, right? Last I checked. <laughs> and that long pass that staff, the first touchdown they've, they, they had, which was like a, what, a 70-yarder or 60-yarder or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. That defense, dude. I can't even tell you the two. I, I You probably know the two players that, that could have touched the guy while he was down, rolling, tumbling, whatever. Well, one of them is our all-pro. I mean, Jalen Johnson was, was, was the one who got beat off the line. And then Eddie Jackson is the one that got, got schooled. <laughs> I mean, we can't have our top two pass defenders – uh, get essentially schooled on the same play, but that's exactly what happened on that play. So for that, my friends, you guys, the top two defensive players in for the Chicago Bears. Defensive Eddie, backs. Defensive backs, Eddie Jackson and Jalen Johnson. He just got ran over. Twice. Uh, th- you know what? I, what, are we going bl- we, to bust out more? I, Hell yeah, we are. How about Chris Collinsworth? <laughs> How about Chris Collinsworth? I mean, this guy. This guy's a moron. I can't I mean, stand. First off, you. Oh, I can't stand him. And they well, always talk shit about the Bears <laughs> all the time. It's like, and so, we've been we've been hosed for the last few years because the Bears have been on like a Sunday night fo- football for the last few years. And, it, and I got to hear this stupid announcer. Chris Collinsworth. So go ahead, fire away with. Well, the Bears, the Bears opening drive is 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 what you know they they get it down the field and well that um, you know that nice run that nice kickoff return runs forty one yard good return yeah good and return then Montgomery takes takes a nice run forty one yards has a couple other runs and um, Dalton just before Dalton throws that interception into the end zone mm-hmm. Collinsworth says. Yeah, I mean, you got to be excited about Andy Dalton. Look, you know, he led this team down the field on this drive. I'm like, he had one pass for four yards, you dodo. Uh-huh. Yeah, I get it. He's the quarterback, but he didn't. The way he said it was like Dalton was the reason they marched down the field when he had nearly nothing to do with it other than handing off the football. Yeah. Right. And I, I literally, I think that was, I, I don't know. I sent a text to the boys. I'm like, are you, did you guys just hear what I just heard from Chris Collinsworth? That guy's a dipshit. Yeah. So I don't know. Anybody needs to get run over by the smack wagon. It's him. I was hoping that that uh, first play, I mean, I was like, all right, damn, we're moving the ball. Great kickoff. Uh, Montgomery looks Amazing. Busts out to the right. Runs about 30, 40 yards down to the right side. I'm like, this is awesome. And, oh, nice. 
It just froze on on Jackson, and it wasn't. It was uh, Gibson, T Dog. Now Johnson was nearer. Johnson was the original defender that got burned. Cor- correct, but Gibson right. and and Jackson right. are that the two made the tackle. Yeah, that's touched. not what I said. It's I crazy. said Johnson got burned, and then Jackson or then Eddie Jackson got burned on the second play. That's that's what I said. Is that what you said? That's exactly what I said. Play it back. Roll I, the tape. I am playing. Roll it back. it back. But but I was like, all right, this looks great. We're running. We're 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 gonna we're gonna be up seven nothing. You know, perfect, beautiful. And then that tip ball, and and I and I was like, did he get it? And then when they played the replay, I'm like, damn it. Now there was some poor officiating, and I'm not saying that this led to the Bears' loss. There was some poor officiating. But uh, offensively, listen, offensively, 27 to 38, not so good. 206 yards and a a pick. Uh, Fields looked great. I mean, just amazing. Two for two for 10 yards. (laughs) Okay, I was hoping there was some sarcasm there. And he ran one in for a touch. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. He ran one in when... Nagy finally stopped using him as some kind of gimmick. He's not a gimmick. He's he's a quarterback, right? I mean, either play him or don't. Don't do he's don't do this tick tick ticky tack bullshit where you're putting him out there for, you know, a a trick play and, and you're overthinking and try thinking you're gonna catch the defense off guard. Don't do that shit. All you're gonna do is get him hurt over something stupid. If he is that type of player and he needs to be in there and he needs to be playing, period. Because I'll tell you what, you mentioned at the top of this that you were really happy with the Bears' offense. I, you know what? I'm going to have to call bullshit on that. I'm going to have to call bullshit because okay. David Montgomery had a good game. Mm-hmm. He played his ass off today. He did. But the offensive line is patch patchwork at best, struggled mightily, dealt with some injuries. And this dink and dunk shit that Andy Dalton was doing, Hell, Trubisky can do that shit. We don't need that. That's not what we need. We need some dynamic play calling. We're, we don't have that with Dalton. We don't have that with he's just going to drop, drop back in the pocket and he's going to throw six, seven yards every time. Okay, but is that really what's going to take? Here's what we did, Ron. This is what we did in this game, okay? We controlled the clock because David Montgomery played his ass off. A lot of second effort yards were gained by that running back today. Yeah. Right? Um. And so, and we were able to convert on third down with the short passes here and there. But we were taking advantage of what the Rams were giving us. They played pretty much the Lovey Smith cover two the entire game. Safeties were back. Linebackers were dropped back. They gave us the runs. They gave us those, and they gave us the underneaths. What did we do? We ate up clock, and then we turned the ball over inside the red zone, or we... Go for it on fourth down twice, and we don't convert. Three times. And the Rams, again, the Rams just, that's what happened. Their defense gave us a lot of what we took. I didn't see a fantastic, I didn't see a Bears defense. I was like, wow, this, or Bears offense, wow, this offense is clicking really well. No, but, no. well, We took on. advantage of what the Rams that's were That's fine, us. but it was nice to see uh, three and outs. It was nice not to see those. I'm sick of the three and outs, too. At least something was going. Now, granted, you're absolutely right. Did we need to have two-thirds of the time? We held the ball two-thirds of the time. I mean, basically, um, L.A.'s scores are on, you know, 
four plays, 80 yards, touchdown. You know? Yeah. That's brutal. I mean, we basically were the Dallas Cowboy defense this, this, this game of last year. Giving up the big plays. Right, giving up the big passing plays and making mistakes on on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, it was just that is that's the part that's scary. Yeah, because because even if Dalton loses his job and you get Fields in there, we have no idea what this kid's going to be able to do yet. We this defense has to play better. The Los Angeles Rams are a good football team. I think I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. Actually, Rams Bills. I think that was my pick at the beginning of the season. Okay. No idea if I'm still going to feel that way, but I think that was my pick. This is a good football team. Stafford puts them in a position to be competitive in the NFC, but they're not. They were not godly on de- on offense. They 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 shouldn't have been. I mean, Daryl Henderson really didn't pick it up until late in the game when it was already out of out of control. Yeah, Bears actually, you know, kind of held them offensively. It was the stupid big play mistakes. We can't we can't afford that. Not with a Bears offense that. This vanilla offense, because David Montgomery's not going to come out and rush for 100 yards every single game, yeah, seven yards, yards a carry. Yeah, yeah. Not going to do it. Now, granted, you would think he will, because if you can do that against the Rams, you know, people are like, well, he's going to do it against the Rams, you know, blah, blah, blah. But watch the game again. Look at what they gave. They they said, go ahead, run it, knock well, yourself out. You sound like you're repeating Chris Collinsworth. That's what he was saying. Well, there you go. No, I don't know. He got run over by the fucking smack. Yeah, that's, fuck that that's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't know. that's, I, you know, that so, first. So let me, so let me just run off something. <clears throat> Mather Stafford threw for a deep pass to Jefferson for 67 yards touchdown. First off, we had an interception, which we should have scored. Then they score a touchdown. Then we're uh turnover on downs. Then they get a field goal. Then we fumble. Then they get a field goal and we punt. They punt. Then we get a touchdown. 7-13. End of the half. We're back in the game. Then Stafford throws a deep pass to, what is it, Cooper Cup? Yeah. 56 yards. Yep. Which was, you know, awkward for you. For a 56-yard touchdown. Oh, I got something to tell you about fantasy. Then then we get a touchdown. And then they get a running touchdown. And basically, their two big plays are passes of 50 and 70 yards or 60 yards. And then everything else was just, I don't know, turnover on downs, turnover on downs. I mean, we turned everything over. Um, you're absolutely right. At the end of the day, I'm you're, you're right. The Andy Dalton was Duncan and Deacon, and we didn't throw anything over like 10 yards. I don't think we had many catches for farther than 10, 12 yards maybe. I mean, you you do we. Ha- it's not like we don't have people that can run. I mean, Goodwin's fast, Mooney's fast, even Bird is fast, and we couldn't get many yard- yards with them. Like you got to throw the ball. And you know, what aggravates me though, what you were saying about Chris, what aggravates me is look at Dalton. He's getting the ball out as like quicker than anybody. You know, the average is 2.1. He's like 1.9. You know why? Because the defense was coming up his ass. He didn't have a choice but to throw the ball. He couldn't sit there and drop back like we did with Stafford and let him just look up there and go, oh, look at that wide open guy. And it would have been the third touchdown. Stafford would have had what that one guy, didn't he drop the ball or something? 
It was wide open, but then there was a penalty on the play. Mm-hmm. Like, our defense was, just was like, okay, I'll let him go because we're playing zone. But nobody else behind him was like, oh, I, I got to go after that guy? Well, you the, mentioned the, Bird. I mean, I don't want to – Bird, he's, he's, he's not good. He's a terrible blocker. I mean, he he's he was the one that messed up that block on the on the the uh, second down play that ended up making third and fourteen. Where I don't I forgot who it was. It was probably Mooney. They got blown up in the backfield. Mm-hmm. But the one positive, at least at least the one positive for me out of this is when Larry Borum, the rookie, came in to replace um, the eighty-nine year old Peters, or uh, who got hurt. Uh, defensive uh, I mean, or the offensive tackle, which by the way, that just shows how how much trouble we're in that we had to call some guy out for fishing. The, yeah, here, yeah, down here in Texas, down here in Dallas, he's he's down here fishing, and somebody's like, "Hey, man, you want to come play offensive tackle for the Chicago Bears?" We'll give Here's you million. whatever millions of dollars they gave him. But Larry Borm actually came in, and I and I made a point to watch him, and he played very well. He actually, you know, maybe it was the adrenaline, maybe it was the fact that it was his first game as a rookie. Um, but you know, they started running to his side and, uh, both Montgomery and Williams had a couple of nice runs to to his side of the field. He created some lanes. He did a great job on pass protection. Um, and just as I send the message out, you know, and I make a point of, wow, the Borum's actually playing pretty damn good. He gets hurt. Mm -hmm. I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? That's the one thing we can't afford is these offensive linemen. I don't know how many other offensive linemen are fishing around Dallas area that we can call. But we may need to do it again. I mean, with the way these guys are getting injured. I mean, Jenkins, we don't know when we're going to get him back. He's on IR. So, um, But at least Borum did play well. Hopefully his injury is not serious. I didn't get a chance to look at the injury report before we, uh, before we jumped on here. But um, that is one positive. I think he's going to find his way into a regular rotation in that starting lineup uh, if he plays as well as he did in the limited snaps that he had. So well, that's yeah. the one, one good offensive thing I, I, I found out of this. Besides Montgomery playing his ass off. And defensively, is it Tunga? What would you think of him? He played, he was in a few times. Yeah, he played okay. I mean, it, unfortunately, it was all the 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 neg- negative play by, I mean, Ogletree. Come on. I mean, this is a guy who played really well in the preseason, and he was getting beat today, and um, Quinn was terrible in pass coverage. He looked lost. Anytime he had to drop off the line, he looked lost. And then in the fourth quarter, the Rams shoved it down Quinn's throat on the left side, and he couldn't make any plays. I mean, this guy sucks, dude. I mean, it's it's. I hope I was hoping that this year would be different than last year. He hasn't proven it here in game one. Robert Quinn sucks, and he's got to go. This so, guy sucks. Exactly. So he did not play very well. The scary thing, though, is though um, Ron is is our key guys, right? Our Khalil Mack. You know, he he got some. He was not. It wasn't like he was playing poorly, but it's not on the stat sheet, right? He didn't get any pressures. He didn't get any quarterback sacks. No hits. Um, and Eddie Jackson, dude, are all pro. We talked about him earlier on that touchdown play, um, and then Coop's fifteen yard late in the fourth, when I think the Bears rolling down by two scores at this point. So big play necessary. Third down and thirteen. And they throw a oh, small they little tackle. dump pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they now they throw a small little dump dump pass the cup just to try to get a little closer for field goal range. And Jackson looked like he didn't even want to tackle him. Yeah. And Cup ends up turning it into a 15 yard gain, which basically was the dagger, which 
you know, they were already dead, but you get my point. That's the scary part. It's not as if the defense played, you know, just, you know, overall the defense played poorly, but the guys who really are supposed to be there, and it makes you wonder how much, you know, not playing in the preseason really had to do with it. Yeah. Unless they were chalking up this, unless they were chalking up this game as a loss. You know, mentally. Okay, well then you shouldn't be. Then you need to go do be doing something else. No, 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 no. I'm saying from. I'm saying no, no, no. I'm not talking about the players on the field. I'm talking about coaching. You know that you have to assume that this this game would this game would be a loss. And no, who it, does that? No coach does that. Well, we you, you, we would, as Monday morning couch potatoes, we've done that. We've said, okay, the Bears are probably going to lose <laughs> yeah, this game. I don't get paid four million dollars a year to okay. make sure this team wins every time on that. All right, field. then. So, okay, so w- what coach is held accountable for the lack of tackling that these dipshits didn't do? I mean, I you, somebody you, better. Be. You can't touch the guy while he's down. You can't. Tack, what, why are we hitting can't the, tackle him while he's up <laughs> why are we hitting him up high why aren't we going for his legs i just some of this shit doesn't make any sense now granted i am a monday morning couch potato oh good god you know what warm up the smack wagon i think my dog farted holy cow it stinks in here I'm running this little stupid dog over the the yeah the reality of it is it's, it's good i'm happy that you're struggling there <laughs> The reality of it is I was I was okay and happy with what they were trying to do as far as the offensive goes. I was disappointed again with our defense. You're absolutely right. Khalil Mack really had no pressures. Uh, hell, he had one, one assist for a tackle. Um, he really didn't do much in the game. And but neither did uh, Aaron Donald. He didn't have he had one, like maybe one or two pressures. Uh, but didn't do too much in the game either. So for a offensive line that, you know, the the number one uh, defensive player of the year, I think it was like, what, twice? Two-time defensive player of the year? Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to allow him At least, yeah. really very little, you know, was good to see. But, man, our secondary. It's not good. Not good. Well, let's talk fantasy. Let's stop beating the Bears up, and let's talk fantasy before we close this out. All right, fantasy. I lost. All right, done talking about it. Let's move on. Well, uh, I, the Dingleberries lost to freaking the Babs. What? I lost to Jason. I Dude, thought you, you would have it. crazy, though? What? I Well, here's here's I made a I made a, a stupid decision. I had Stafford in the starting lineup, and I said, you know what? I can't root again. I can't have a guy in there that's going to be playing against the Bears. You had I just Cup. Do it. No, I yeah. It didn't. Uh, it's, that's different. yeah. So, no, no, it's not different. But go ahead. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. No, but anyway, it's not. <laughs> well, in real, okay. I realize I fucked up. Okay, I, I realize that. Thank all you. right, because I look at this and I go, you know, and I I was kind of you know hemming back and forth. And you remember I took Justin Fields in the draft. Yeah. And I said, yeah, you know what? That was just because I was like, oh, well, you know what? When he comes in, I've got him. Whatever. Well, I ended up waving him and picking up Matt Ryan. What? Which, yeah. So Fields so is out Matt there. Ryan I'm, instead. I'm going after Fields. I'm picking him. Up. Knock yourself out. Knock yourself out. Like I give a shit. So let's talk Actually, about. Actually, I could get. I'll get him anyway because I got. I got lower points than you. But anyway. Oh. Had I had, oh. had I had Matthew Stafford in there, it was one. Babs had one twenty nine point nine six. Right now, I have one eleven point eight. If I had him in there. Yeah, I would have had 128 and something. I would have been like right, 
right behind him. Yeah, Stafford um, had 24.34 points for you. And I have my kicker to go on Monday night. Oh, so I would have freaking so I would have freaking won. I would have I would have beat him unless the freaking Raiders got shut out, I guess. Um yeah. So yeah. I mean, it, my stupid decision to play Matt Ryan, rookie freaking uh, general manager that I am totally messed up and I should, I deserve to lose. And I did. Well, let's so, call, let's I'm call out some, let's call out. So we got a 10 team um, roster. Uh, we've got uh, team Monday morning couch potatoes, which is uh, me. I got, I think I had the lowest point scored. Yep. I'm looking <laughs> right at it. 80.9. You, you, you got your ass kicked uh-huh. by Kevin. He's got 170 points. You have 80 and he still has somebody playing tomorrow night. Correct. But like that's what I'm saying. Kicker. I had said in the opener, you know, hopefully you'll be able to play against uh, this this guy, the Los Angeles player. Um, hopefully you can play that's against Kevin. him when that's he Kevin. has some bye weeks because <laughs> I can tell you right attention. now. Yeah, I can tell you right now. And let me tell you something. There's already some movement going on. So, of course, always is. So, uh, uh, Kevin has dropped William Fuller and picked up Devontae Parker off of waivers from Miami. From Miami, which was a good one. Um, the Dingleberries dropped Hunter Henry and picked up Matt Ryan. Oh, so this was earlier. And then, oh, you know what? I didn't give up Justin Fields. I still have him. Yes, you didn't. Sorry. And then, but Hunter Henry had a couple of, they, they had some points. And then looks like um, Brett Bottenberger, he got he uh, dropped Zach Moss and picked up Tevin Coleman, and then of course Brandon dropped Debo Samuel from the Niners because he thought he should should pick up another player, and then he realized no that was a stupid choice and he got him back, which was good because Debo had like eight catches for like 130 yards. For the Niners. Nice. Nice. But uh, the Wolfpack uh, beats up on Brand Brandogs. Brandogs, 133.36 over 107.66. Y-Town got crushed by Vegas. Uh, Kevin Williams, Vegas uh, Williams, 143 to 116. I don't know if some of these people have any players for tomorrow. Uh, DeBabs crushes uh, Dallas Dingleberries one twenty nine to one eleven, and then what's funny is crush. Team Thanos was winning one hundred two uh, to let Russ cook, but Team Thanos, what they don't know, what Steve doesn't know, and maybe he'll wake up and and look. He's got a player playing tomorrow. That's been he's on IR. No, and he knew about it because the guy's been hurt since like Thursday. But I wasn't going to call and tell him. Nope. Who's, who is it, Edwards? Gus Edwards, yep. <laughs> He's got, okay. Well, hopefully he doesn't listen to the Monday morning couch potatoes until Tuesday. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything to him. I don't think he has anybody on his bench that he can move into. So he's done. He is no! done. He's, he's uh, a minus 46. 41.2% on rosters. Okay, great. Then I am going to text him and make fun of him. What a yeah, dipshit. Yeah, you yeah. got to pay attention, man. You got to pay attention, guys. It's week one. This isn't like, you know, week 13, 14, when, when you're actually out. But, yeah, right, no. Well, what about um, what about the pigskin pick'em? Pigskin pick'em. 
Let's uh, talk about Let's that. See. Ooh, wow. Look at that. So I got I got it pulled up. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. Last place, Dodgers fan 1997, which would be Kevin. He's nice. 4-11. 4-11 so far. Okay. Then it's for fourth place, it's a tie between Zach Babs and the Dangleberries, which is me. Nice. We're 6-9. and nine. Okay. And then a three-way tie for first with Bots Bacon. You, the Monday Morning Couch Potato, and then Babs at seven and eight. So we all did pretty shitty. Um, depending, pending tomorrow's game, um, depending on what you guys have, we may have all six of us finishing under under five hundred. If if uh, well, and go and remember, ways, this is a, we did we set this up to be against the spread. So right, I had the right. I had the Dallas, which was correct. I was wrong against Atlanta. I was wrong. Well, we against, don't need to go. We don't need to go down every single Buffalo. Just, no, no, no. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just seeing. Well, what do I have for the Monday night game? That's really what the, I can't see that. You know, because you can change it. You can change it up to the game time, so it doesn't. We can't see that okay. because otherwise that would be. So I got Raiders cheating. plus plus four and a half. What do you mean cheating? Because because then it's locked it, in, if I'm baby. playing. No, it's not. You can change it. So which means I can go change it if it means a difference between a you, win you and a could, loss. But you're you know. not going to do that. No, but I could. So don't tell people what it is, stupid. All right. Not going to do it. All right. Well, Rock and roll. I'll tell you Bears this. Lose. Bears lose. Any other any other sports out there that you want to no. you need to no, make fun tonight. of? No, not tonight. I got I got to go take care of some business. If you know what I mean. <laughs> we all know what you mean. Well, you have been listening to Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. This is our NFL edition, talking nothing but NFL. Visit our website at mondaymorningcouchpotatoes.com. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you're listening to the podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at mmcouchpotatoes. Listen to this podcast. doesn't make you any smarter than you already are because we already know you're pretty dumb, almost like a spud potato. The Monday Morning Couch Potato Podcast is for general information purposes only. So don't take our picks, because so far we're under 500. Thanks for listening. My dog's farts smell like bacon strips.